We're two book-loving, Diet Coke-drinking chatterboxes. We ramble on about books, movies, life in a library, and anything else that comes to mind. We're Librarians Unhushed, a podcast from the Bella Vista Public Library. Hello, listeners. Long time no here. Listen? Here? <laughs> we are coming to you live, not so live. We're coming to you pre-recorded. Pre-recorded. From Bella Vista's own City Hall. A very nice conference room. It's lovely. So thank you, City Hall, for letting us use your conference room today. By, by doing so, we can record at 1.30 in the afternoon rather than 7.30 in the morning, which generally makes us a little peppier. Uh, yeah, man is not a morning person. As you may have noticed uh, in yeah. <laughs> every other podcast. In every podcast that we've done, we were a little dead inside. Yes. So There's now we're a little less dead and so yeah. Let's see it's it's a close call because if we went too far into the afternoon, I would also be dead again. So we couldn't do it at three, because that's no. whenever I want to nap. I'm really only conscious for about four hours out of the day. Mm. The rest of it is just zombie Bailey. Mm. I've seen her. Yeah. She's she's a character. Yeah, she's fun. So thanks, City Hall. So we have a couple of breaking news stories dun, da, da, to da. talk to you guys about. So first of all, the library at Oxford University is one of our biggest fans on Twitter. We love you, Bodleian Libraries. We love you. And um, I think it was maybe last week that mm-hmm. I had posted a picture of a bookmark I got when I went. And they asked if we wanted a new one. Yeah, and do. I said, yes, they are going to send us a new bookmark. We're getting mail from Oxford. We're finally getting fan mail. We've been asking for this yeah, for a long time. Yeah, nobody wants to write us letters. <laughs> so thank you to Oxford. Thank you. It's so fancy sounding. For a couple of redneck girls from Arkansas, it's, it's this pretty, is a big deal. <laughs> to speak in the vernacular of the area, I would call this pretty highfalutin. Even. It is. I would use that. Yes. Yes. Highfalutin. So for those of you out of the area, and we do have several of you who are not local to this region, there's a new redneck word for you. Look that one up. Yep. So the second, uh, well, we have a couple items of breaking news. A couple breaking news I feel like we need items. some sound effects like dun 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 This just in. Can you add that in? Mm, I'm not that good. Oh, okay. Never mind, people. <laughs> um, so I read, this is Amanda speaking. Oh, yeah. Hi, that's Amanda. I'm Bailey, and we're librarians unhushed. This is a fun little podcast we do. And uh, should we welcome. St- should we start? Oh, no, that's Quitter Talk. Can you paste that and put it at the beginning? Oh, I, I say we, we really let them know who we are as people. Forgetful, failures. forgetful failures and very scatterbrained. Nice to meet you. That is us. Nice to meet you, listeners. So I read a classic. You did not. I did. And if you listen to the other, um, one of the other podcasts that we did, I do not read classics. I don't do that. No. So if you are maybe listening, you're not totally into libraries because you think, oh, well, they love the literature. That is not true. If the people at Oxford hear you do that accent, they're never going to friend us oh, again. Oh, I'm so... <laughs> I'm so sorry. Literature. I'll start over. <laughs> what did I say? I don't know. You read a classic. And you've never read a classic before. Well, I've read a classic. Name but five. I don't li- okay. We don't I have time. can name two. I'll accept it. I read The Great Gatsby several years ago. That's As an American a, high school student, I would expect it. Well, I read it. I didn't read it in high school. Oh. I read it on my own when the movie came out. Mm. Thank you. 
<laughs> and the second title? I read recently, I read Rebecca Ooh. by Daphne something. I think it's Demure or something like that. Something like Along that. Along those lines. Thank you. It's French ish. Yes. Now, I was not crazy about it. That's very polite. Now, <laughs> now give us the real talk. Give us the dirt. I did not like it. There it is. <laughs> I I just want books that say what they mean to say. Yeah. You know, just come out with it. There aren't a lot of classics that heed that sort of style. Which is why I don't read them. Yeah. So, if you don't like classics and you think, oh, I don't belong in the library because I don't like the classic literature. We got all the pulp and pop you want. That's exactly right. And it's fun. <laughs> Reading should be fun. Reading should be fun. So our last breaking news is that Bailey bought a classic. I have, I have yet to read it. So but I, you bought it. I, I did. I did. Uh, recently on vacation, we went to this very fancy... Oh, this is, this is really going to show who I am. This very fancy Goodwill. It's a... It was two stories. Yeah, thank you. My very fancy thrift store. Um, it was two stories. I was, as a small town girl from Arkansas, I had never beheld such wondrous sights before. I don't know what I would do if I went to a Goodwill and it was two stories. Uh, you, well, really, it wasn't that much bigger than a normal Goodwill store. They just built up. But still, oh, you had to well, climb upstairs still, to yeah, see the other stuff. Exactly. And they had a very large selection of books. And my friend and I had just been talking um, because I was reading a Ray Bradbury book, which we'll talk about at the end of this podcast. But she asked, have you ever read Fahrenheit 451? And I said, no. And don't tell anybody that because I'm about to get kicked out of the library club for admitting this. (laughs) But while we were at that Goodwill, they had it. And it was this really nice copy. And I'm like, look, taking it home. It was a sign. It was a sign. It was perfect. And I think I still am worthy of inclusion in the library world for the sole fact that I went on vacation with solely a carry-on, and I bought like five books on vacation and had to figure out how to put them in my now very, very heavy bag. Now, was your bag full to begin with when you went on vacation? It wasn't. It was only it was only about half filled. I only had one side of it filled, um, but then I got a really nice goodie bag when I got there, mm-hmm. and then I went to a very fancy Goodwill and bought five books, and then there were the snacks. Oh, please tell us about the snacks. Do I have to? Yes, please. <laughs> All right, because. Amanda loves to watch me make a fool of myself on the internet, and I love to bring her joy. It is fun. So on this trip, I flew on a plane, not a broom, contrary to popular belief. (laughs) And to get on a plane, you have to go through security. And I've done this before. I am familiar with the customs of the day. I have my bag of liquids, and I have my technological instruments just in general your your bag of liquid it's just a bag of water i carry with me everywhere all right in case in case of attack i have just in case of exceptional thirst i'm prepared at all times okay good and have my technological instruments set aside so i can easily take them out put them in the little buckets and go through and just to make it as easy as possible all right But, Mm -hmm. on this trip, I was going to visit someone, and 
I was not sure. I've been to visit people before, and sometimes people don't actually feed you when you're a guest. I've had that happen, and so just past experience has left me wary of That's certain things. It's hard to imagine being raised in the South. It is. Because if my parents taught me anything, it's save your trash bags under your sink, first of all, and yes. then when people come over, you feed them. Exactly. Yes. But I've had, I've had stays where that has not been a thing, mm. so past experience has made me wary, so I'm like, look, just pack some snacks, and that way you'll have something. If you need it, great, or if not, you know, it doesn't matter, it's fine. Sounds reasonable. So I loaded up on some delicious, wonderful snacks. How many snacks? How, ma- well, how, well, how much space did it take up in your bag? I would say it took up a corner, like just like the little corner area of various like breakfast things, crackers, that's just anything you needed. I okay. had it. I had sweet, savory, you know me, I'm mm-hmm. good with snacks, I got mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. The nice TSA lady told the people in front of me, she was like, do you guys have chocolate or do you have snacks or stuff? The people in front of me had like five boxes of chocolates. I assumed they were bringing them to someone. It's none of my business what they were doing with these chocolates, but it was noteworthy. <laughs> and I said, wait, do, do we have to take out snacks? And she was like, yeah, we need to remove all food items from your bag. And I said, oh, no. <laughs> and the poor man behind me, I would just like to extend a very sincere apology <laughs> Um, and also a thank you for keeping your comments to your eyes and not, I mean, I could see it there, but Mm. you didn't vocalize that and I will be grateful. So about 12 minutes after that announcement was made, I was done unloading all of my snacks into the bin. And then of course you had to reload them back into your bags. So, I mean, we're talking, I've got like bags of candy, boxes of crackers. I've got all this stuff and I'm just like and people are looking at me like, "How long are you gone? Are you are you leaving? What are you doing? <laughs> Why do you have all this dollar tree food? Uh-huh. Like what is this?" And I I try really hard not to be an inconvenience at the airport because I've been behind too many people who were and it's just a stressful time. Um but I have never had to I I would not have packed them. It was kind of It was a shaming moment where I looked upon my bounty of junk food and went, is this who you are? It is. It is. I mean, it is. It wholeheartedly is. Needless to say, on the way back, I I left quite a few of those items there. And then the nice people at the very big, like, international airport said nothing. They didn't care about my bag of goldfish. Well, good. I think I was being hazed. I'm glad we all got to go on this journey. So there's a 12-minute story about how... I held up the line at the airport uh-huh. with my fatty foods. <laughs> Let this be my legacy. I, I love it. I'll put it on your, your headstone. Please do. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know, summer reading is coming up, and that is the busiest time for public libraries. Yes. It is crazy busy. It's kind of like um, in sports right before the, the tournament. You know, you got games every night. Yes. Sports reference. Absolutely. Those sports things. Where they throw the ball <laughs> yes. at, at the game or the match. Or kicking the ball. Yes, sometimes. Yes. Sports. So now we don't have to talk about sports anymore. Oh, thank goodness. You can talk about what's going on in summer reading. Summer reading. As Amanda kindly said, it's absolutely crazy at a library during summer reading and the prep work to make it all possible. 
So at our library, we have programs for all ages. So we do stuff for the kids, stuff for the teens, stuff for the adults. There is literally something going on every week for everyone. And our kickoff is actually this Thursday, June 13th, 10 a.m. We're going to have snow cones. We're going to have a bounce house. The Scott Family Amazium is going to be there doing awesome science stuff. It's going to be a fun time. Oh, yeah. And we have books and stuff, too, if you're into that sort of thing. If you're into that stuff. If you're into that sort of thing. And we have all kinds, not just classics. Yes. We have the good ones, too. The good ones. (laughs) Don't worry. We've got stuff you actually want to read. Plus, I'm going to be honest, our children's librarian has done an awesome job of making us the spaciest library in town. Yes, we have some great decorations up. I feel like I'm in a rocket ship and I'm living my dream. She's done amazing things. She has turned our library into a spaceship in some areas and then just space in other areas. We're floating through space and it's amazing. We are, yeah. And that's our theme, universe of stories. We're having a spacey time this summer. (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm spacey. You're spacey. You'll fit right in. I fit in. (laughs) You'll fit right in. As we end every podcast, we talk about books. We talk about one that we may may recommend or one we may not so i'm gonna go first because i have a lot to say this is gonna take up at least 45 minutes i mean it's if you need if you need to go to the bathroom or grab snacks now is the time to do that (laughs) so i am reading where the crawdads sing heard of it as has every public librarian known to man yes and every probably everyone on the sensation sweeping the nation I am not crazy about it. Oh, there's that nice turn of phrase again. Tell us what you really think. I am not crazy about it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not even halfway through. Okay. It's kind of like, okay, I'm in the second quarter, kind of like a football game. You don't really know. It doesn't really get exciting till the third or fourth quarter. What is all the sports? Where is I'm this so- coming from? I re- I'm missing out. I miss football. Sorry. <laughs> didn't know you were a sports person. I am. Oh my god, I'm learning so much yes. on this podcast. Well, I'm not sure where it's going to go. This okay. book, I mean. Or the podcast. And, or <laughs> or, or this sentence I'm currently saying right now. Okay, Michael Scott. Sometimes <laughs> I just don't know what's where it's going to end up. I just keep talking yeah. and hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm just not crazy about it. And it could be because it's not my normal type of book. I like murder mysteries. Um, I I finished finished, um, that one. (laughs) Oh, that one. Okay. Um, The Golden State Killer. I'll Be Gone in the Dark. I'll Be Gone in the Dark. I just finished that. Very good. I loved it. Mm. And so now it's, it's been a couple books later. And um, I even, I tried to, I tried another murder mystery. I tried The Cuckoo's Calling. Mm-hmm. Wanted to love it. I did. I did not, I did not care for it. Ah. And now I'm reading this and I do not care for this one either. Unpopular opinion because everyone loves it. Mm. Everyone. It's You ask a random person on the street and they loved it. The book clubs I belong to, they all love it. You're the odd one out. I am. Now, who knows? It may get better. Mm-hmm. If I finish it. Will you finish it at this point? Well, I have it on overdrive. If it disappears, like if it gets yeah. returned, I'm probably not going to. That's fair. The universe has decided you do not need to read this book. Now, 
if you disagree write us fan mail write us fan mail please i mean we just want a letter i mean not hate mail that would be good um but tell me why you like it i i in a five paragraph essay (laughs) please prove your argument I don't really like historical fiction. Oh. Now there is a dead body involved. Is it a murdered body? I don't know yet. Okay. Well, maybe if you find out that it's a murdered body, you'll be more into it. True. So so there we go. There's my book. I am not crazy about it yet. Not crazy about it yet. Yet. That's that's it. That leaves that leaves room for maybe you'll like it, but I based on I, I I doubt it, but... Funny story. In Where the Crawdads Sing, they reference to Rebecca, the other book I was... Well, that's why you read Rebecca, so you would understand the reference in this book that you also don't like. Yes. And in Rebecca, she is so young, and she marries, you know, this old guy. Mm. Whatever. And um, there's a murder in that, too. It was okay. But he treats her like a child. And then you have this girl in Where the Crawdads Sing, and she's fantasizing about being a woman in this book. Now, I don't know if she's fantasizing about being Rebecca or the new wife, but whatever. Mm. It's weird. Mm. Sad. Okay, I'm done. Are you sure? (laughs) Please shut me up now. (laughs) We still have another 20 minutes that you can have to talk about this book. (laughs) Okay, that's it. No, your turn. I will talk about my book. Which is one I've read before, um, but it's been many, many moons ago, and I wanted to reread it. And also, I have a very, I own it, and it's a small paperback, so it fit very conveniently on my bag for my trip. I am rereading Something Wicked This Way Comes by Ray Bradbury. So, I have never read that. I'm not surprised. It is, um,. Not many people know this. Of course, now that I say that, everybody's going to go, oh my god, I totally know that. What are you talking about? What is it? It is a movie, which is a movie from the 80s, which I grew up on. Um, my childhood Halloween parties, we would uh, we watched that one a lot. So I really always loved the movie. And then about junior high, I was like, you know, maybe I should actually read the book it's based on. Maybe. You know, compare, contrast, see if I, you know, what's going on. Just for the record, I did not know it was a movie, so. A lot of people don't. You have informed me. Oh, yay! I've made an education. It's got Jonathan Price in it, um, who was, um, wait, hold on, you've never seen a movie. Have you seen, have you seen Pirates of the Caribbean? I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean. All right, well, you know Elizabeth's father? Yes. That's him. Okay, good. Oh, finally a movie. Like we can quit. We're done. She saw a movie. I've seen a movie. She's seen a movie. Oh, success. Okay. Um, he's in it, and um, Jason Robards, who I love, and I just always really liked the movie, and so I was like, I'll read the book. And I read the book like in junior high, and I just remember thinking, Oh, I like the movie better. I don't get this. This is whatever. But you know, you're in junior high. What do you know about the world? <laughs> Everything, uh, of course. And so I was like, I'm going to reread it because it's very fall and spooky and that sort of thing. So I was kind of in that mood as per usual. So I decided to reread it. And I have to say, I'm almost done with it again. And I have to say, I'm really enjoying it. Good. Like, it's very, like, I, I get more of it now. And I love the language. And, like, this is one where it's a lot of, like, flowery language. There's a lot 
of like description and stuff. Um, that's very descriptive. Description and stuff. Wonderful. And I know exactly what you stuff. mean. <laughs> but I really like it. it. It definitely conveys a whole atmosphere, and I think that's really fun. So awesome. I'm enjoying it. So I recommend it. Give it a read. And also Good. go watch the movie because it's delightful. I will have to watch this movie. Warning, there are tarantulas. There's one scene Ooh. you can't watch. I don't like that. You can watch it with me, and I'll say, no, we have to leave now. Okay, good. Because <laughs> it is traumatizing to Ooh. say the A whole room of them. They're in the bed. They're on the walls. And a lot of them are real. And I feel so sorry for those child actors who had to sit in there with them. I'm like, I would have read the script and gone, no, thank you. No, I don't need this money. Please. I, I'll just go do something else with my life now. Yes. Thank you. Well, from that note about <laughs> giant tarantulas filling rooms, that's fun. Yeah. So I want to talk about some of the programs I have coming up. I don't want to hear about that This month. Well, too bad, young lady. Ah. <laughs> Fine. We are doing button crafts for the <laughs> not-so-crafty. Crafting for the not-so-crafty. Mm -hmm. And it's always the fourth Monday of every month. And it's at 5.30. We're doing buttons. We're doing all kinds of stuff with buttons. I'm going to bring um, printed out examples, and we're just going to have fun with that. Nice. Um, also, we have two book clubs that do not meet in the library. We are on Goodreads. So if you have a Goodreads account, um, look us up. It is um, Hear Me Out Audio Book Club, if you like audiobooks. And this month we're reading The Martian. Ooh by Andy Weir. Is that how you say it? I think so. Okay. Sorry, Andy. Um, and then we have one that is Smells Like Teen Books. And it... <laughs> <laughs> and Sorry, here come the copyright anymore. police. Yeah, I'm like, hold on. They'll sue me for any more. <laughs> so we have one Smells Like Teen Books, and it is young adult books for adults. So, well, it is... Um, we only read young adult books. Yeah, you read young That's adult it. books, but it's not for just teens. It's not for teens. Like, it's an yeah. adult book. Well, that sounds weird. It, and you're reading the adult book? Well, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of adults really do like the books in that get published under the young adult yes. title. Yes. But there are a lot of really good books in there, so it's kind of like, no, yes. you're allowed to read those. You are. No judgment. If you're over 18, you are allowed to, you are allowed to read young Anything adult books. Anything you want. So this month we're reading... Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. Mm. And it'll be fun. And um, I'm hoping later on this year I'm going to choose where the crawdads sing. And so I really want to talk about it, but i got to finish it. Are you specifically Sorry. choosing that book so you can rant to more people about that book? Maybe. All right. I suspicion this much. <laughs> Maybe. I want to talk, talk about it to people who liked it. Go. Please defend your opinion to me. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about it. You're just looking for an argument. Hold on a second. I want to listen. You want to learn. I want to learn. Others. Yes. Okay. That's beautiful. I yes. Thank you, Bailey. That's beautiful. So that is all we have for this episode of Librarians Unhushed. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at BVPL Unhushed. Mm -hmm. And um, thanks for listening. And we'll hear you next time. Librarians Unhushed is sponsored by the Bella Vista Public Library. For more information about the programs, resources, and materials available through the library, please visit our website at www.bbpl.org.